0: Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning's topic is just a little thought I had on a way to frame retirement planning discussions that I hope might be helpful. The bid by BlackRock the Asset Management Firm's podcast series, posted an interview with behavioralist Dan Ariely on Seeking Alpha last week, in which Ariely offered an explanation as to why it is so hard to save for retirement, arguing that people don't think clearly about money. He cited an experiment he conducted at a Toyota dealership. I quote, We stopped them and we said, look, if you're going to go ahead and buy this car, what would you not be able to do? What is it coming instead of? What is the opportunity cost? And people had no answer. Why? Because they never thought about it. So we pushed them and pushed them. And then the most common answer we got was, If I go ahead and buy this Toyota, I can't buy a Honda. Which, of course, is not the answer we were looking for. The answer we were looking for is, This is going to be instead of three weeks vacation for the next three years, and 700 lattes, and 16 books, and so on. Now this is a fascinating experiment, and I think it does accurately reflect contemporary financial thinking. Ariely's researchers are interested in finding ways to better represent the value of money so that people can think more rationally about their financial decisions. While I hope he makes a big breakthrough, I am skeptical that we can condition people to think about money differently. Behavioral economics offers a lot of cool-sounding insights, but I'm still waiting for the big innovations that will change behavior. Until we return to a barter economy, I don't think anyone will ever consume a latte and think, I just consumed 1% of a day of retirement. And even if Ariely's lab develops an app that precisely calculates these things, I don't think it will change anyone's behavior. Why? Because it's just another piece of data in a data deluged world. What we need is not data, but discipline. And for that, I refer you to classic psychological research that i believe is more likely to yield positive results for investors than rejiggering how their brains process money i speak of the famous 1960s era stanford university marshmallow study in which four-year-old children were given the choice between one marshmallow now or two if they could hold off on eating the first one for 15 minutes the researcher walter Mischel tracked these kids over decades and found that the ones who successfully deferred gratification ended up more successful in every area of life, relationships, jobs, income, and more. Now, my first point is this. We can't afford a 70% dropout rate when it comes to retirement security. But as in every area of life... If you're not good at a certain activity, you can hire someone to manage it for you, be that to paint your house or manage your finances. So financial advisors can be the discipline that is lacking. My second point is for advisors in their capacity as behavioral coaches. That none of Dan Ariely's interlocutors could fashion an answer to what they were giving up by buying the Toyota may represent a decline in the ability to defer gratification from the time of Walter Mischel's marshmallow experiment. That wouldn't surprise me. Prior generations were more supportive of self-denial than today's satisfy-every-craving culture. So I was thinking that perhaps the way for advisors to frame the discussion successfully is in terms of meeting obligations. That often resonates with people. That's why they buy life or disability insurance, for example, to make sure their loved ones are taken care of if they have ceased to bring an income. When we have obligations, we take simple actions that help us meet those obligations. If we have to be at work by 8 a.m., we set our alarm clocks. As much as we may want to satisfy our cravings and go back to bed, we get up out of a sense of obligation. Advisors can work with their clients on this basis to set up various retirement alarm clocks. If we have to have $750,000 by age 65, the advisor can be the client's alarm clock, alerting them at each meeting what their contributions need to be to stay on track for the important date they have 20 years from now. I think it might be more helpful than visualizing the cappuccino as five minutes of retirement. If it resonates with you or you have other ideas, I'd be interested in hearing from you. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others might discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.